Hello and welcome to 2K Fancy Premier League podcast. We are on episode 49, so one away from the big fifth, big 5-0. And we are looking ahead to game week 32. And quite simply, this is a free hit special because Kevin and I are free hitting. I know a lot of other people are as well. And if you're not free hitting, I guess knowing what an optimal free hit team is may be helpful. And I think we also have a few questions that are non-free hit related, which we will pick up at the end. So that's my introduction. And Kev, how are you doing? Uh, have you recovered from your 40th birthday celebrations? Uh, yeah, I, uh, sure. It wasn't my 40th, though. Not for, not till next year. But I, all my buddies are now starting to turn 40. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I don't really have a voice, though. Yeah, it's definitely impacted on your voice. But yeah, you, we can still hear you, which is the most important thing. We didn't go to we didn't go to bed early. <clears throat> of course you don't, because because w- one thing you learn in life is you, you don't ever learn about drinking and staying up too late. You'll still do it when you're forty. You do it in your fifties, and I don't think you ever learn from that. That's just how it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we are recording this on Sunday night. So we've had so we are just waiting for one game to finish in game week thirty one, which is Leeds versus Liverpool. On Monday night, uh, and then we have the same European games as last week with Chelsea and Man City the other way around. So, Chelsea play Tuesday, Man City play Wednesday, and then Man United and West Ham both play Thursday again. Uh, we have a Friday deadline at 6 30, um, 21st of April, that's UK time, and the first game up is Arsenal versus Southampton. So hopefully Arsenal get back on the winning trail and win that one. I'm, I'm actually going to the game, which for anyone that's an Arsenal nice. fan who's not a season ticket holder, knows it's been an absolute nightmare getting tickets this season. It's, yeah. it's, it, there's a whole there's a whole thing of somehow people are breaking into the system and getting them and just touting the tickets. And it's it's pretty poor. A lot, a lot of tickets are not going to actual fans. So I've done well to get a ticket. So that, that's probably the only game I'll get to this season, which is a bit of a shame. But uh I'll be cheering us on for three points and hopefully a few of my uh, FPL assets. Now, for those that listen regularly, know that I normally start off with clean sheet odds and I do sort of team news stuff. Well, my plan this week is I'm going to do team news on the four teams who are blanking, just because just just a, sort of a quick overview of those. And then I think we'll do captains, differentials, question of the week, and then we're going to do game by game analysis and just thinking about what a, what a free hit team looks like. But um like famous last words. I don't think this is this will be a long pod because I don't think the free hit team is necessarily that complex. There's a pretty pretty obvious structure, and then you kind of got one or two choices sitting around that. So I'll start with that team news for the blanking team. So Chelsea, they had a massive amount of rotation with an eye on Europe. Havertz wasn't in the squad with a small knock, and there was rumours of Kepa might get dropped. He kept his place, and he got praise after the game. And for anyone that had him, he managed you know getting six points without a clean sheet is always a the signer keepers had a fairly good good game. So I think Kepa's safe for the short term. But my feeling on Chelsea is that, you know, I think they'll get knocked out of Europe this week. That's not the world's greatest ever prediction. Um, and then I just, I don't know what they're going to do. I think I think we might see a lot of rotation. So a lot of people sold Chilwell this week. That was probably a good move. I don't think he'll stay in my team for that much longer. But let's see. Um, Brighton, there's a few things going on here, actually. So Sanchez started because Steele was injured. Apparently, it's precautionary, so he may well be back. They do have the FA Cup next weekend, so obviously we'll get a, a side to then. 
Ferguson started but got injured. So Welbeck, Welbeck came in. So Ferguson ends up being out for a while. Then Welbeck could suddenly become an option in our teams. And then this is a slightly complex one. I'm not sure, Kev, how much you picked up on this, but I sort of re- reading up on this one. So Veltman got injured. So he's a defender. And this guy in Seco came on and scored. And I assumed he was a defender, but he's not. He's a, well, he's classed as a forward, but he played number 10. And he pushed McAllister back because they put, I think, Lamperty back into wing back. So the, the, I guess the outshot of that is, the upshot of that is if Feldman stays out injured and Cisco plays his games, then McAllister might drop back or is there even a chance that March goes back to wing back. So I guess there's not a great deal we can do about that, but it's just something to keep an eye on for Brighton over the next few weeks. And then Man City, Haaland only had to play 45 minutes. Uh, so he got a good rest. Foden still isn't back. Stones was in midfield again, but this week he got subbed off on 45 minutes, having been subbed off on 55 the week before. So I feel sorry for anyone that brought him because, you know, he's played well, scored this this week, and then you still, you're not get, he's not getting the clean sheets. But Ake and Akanji both got stuck on the bench. So I feel sorry for anyone that went for one of those because I was very close to going to Ake this week. And now I think Man City defences are full of void unless you've got the cash to splash on Diaz would, would be my thought there. And then finally, Man United, the big news is when's Rashford going to be back? It looks like he'll be back in 33 because there's rumours he might have been back for Sevilla on Thursday. No Shaw in the squad, but he was close. Malashi was not in the squad, so he was replaced by Dallow. Uh, Casemiro was back as we expected. Varane also missed their injury. And Martial started his first Premier League game since game week 20 and got an assist and from all accounts should have scored just before he got subbed on, I think, around 70 minutes. So that's the team news from the from the blanking teams. Uh, all of those, obviously, in the FA Cup uh, next weekend, and three of the four are playing in Europe. So, Kev, is captain easy this this week? Uh, yeah, buddy, it's it's Mo. Yeah, I mean, if you want to? I guess. <clears throat> sorry, if you want to punt, like I guess, like when do you start punting? I mean, where where do you want your OR to get? Um, like I typically you play your free hit, especially when it's kind of like a big blank week. You're kind of you know gonna get a green arrow this week. You think, right? Uh, in 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 that kind of environment, in, in most years, but this year, like every single fucking person is gonna free hit, pretty much. I mean, I know there's a few people that aren't, but I don't. Like every team I'm seeing looks relatively the same too. Like I don't, I don't think you're gonna be able to start moving up too much. Then we're all gonna perma Captain Holland. So like, are you cool where your rank is right now? Like, are you hoping to get top 10k or something, and you're sitting outside of the top 100? Because like, I don't, I feel like we all got pretty much the same team here, and we're gonna captain the same people every week. So maybe you ca- uh, take a punt this week when everyone's on Mo and just hope he, I guess, blanks and uh, Captain Trent or something or Captain like Martinelli or, or Darwin or something. Or you know? Watkins. Yeah, or Watkins. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I, and I guess we'll get, we'll get into it later. I think I think Captain Arsenal play. I think it's hard to pick an Arsenal, which of the three Arsenal players to go for. So I think then playing a, a punt and a captain feels harder. That I think I prefer Trent over an Arsenal player. But I mean, Watkins is the man on fire, right? So. Yeah, he is. But although he's 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 away at Brentford, although he like he scores, he's scoring against everyone. But uh, yeah, I think you're right. Haul yeah, often though. I mean, I know he just hauled. Yeah, it's not common. Yeah, agreed. But then I feel like people, I don't know, like 
he just did haul, so he can haul, Kev. You know, it's but like he, he looks so good though. Of the year where where you're, uh, you know, us included are like, you know, if you take out Jesus two goal two assist game, like he doesn't haul that much. Like, yeah, but he got a two assist two goal game though, <laughs> so he can haul. You know, it can fucking happen. So I, I think I, this game, yeah. this week was big for Watkins because we now know he can haul and. I think you could have had a couple more early on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, he looked absolutely, looked absolutely on fire. I mean, he's he's in, you know, it, he is in the form of his life. He's looking so confident. He's, and I think you know that, that and yeah, and he did it against Newcastle. It's not as if he did it against a poor side. He did it did it against a top four side. Right. So I mean, he's going to yeah. be one hundred EO this week. Like he is irrelevant unless you're captain. Same as. Same as Mo. Mo will be like a hundred and seventy EO. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that's 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 the interesting thing, isn't it? Because I think if you're not free hitting this week, you'll be looking to get Mo in anyway, because you'll want Mo in thirty four. So you probably almost certainly want to get him in now, and you're probably oh, yeah. going to captain him. Okay, yeah, have have a captain then, and then I'm going to, have to change one of my diff- differentials, which I'll explain in a second. But Kev, I'll let you go first. Yeah. Uh, well. This is when you always ask me, and I'm like, I should look at my phone because <laughs> I can't remember their like percentages and shit. But um, first one, did I do Luis Diaz already? Like two, three weeks ago. I think you may may have done, but he hasn't come back yet. So, and he's doing the he's doing the bench tomorrow. So, I think you, you can have him again. Yeah, I'm gonna say people are gonna listen to this pod right after he like hauls tomorrow and be like, oh, good one, buddy. <laughs> Real original. He's got like he just got like three goals today, but. Uh, uh, I'm in the wrong thing here. I don't know his percentage. I think it's six percent, six percent, and he's seven point eight million, right? Yeah, correct. There you go. And uh, the other one was Moreno, who is one point six percent. Now was he right. four four point five or four point four? Four point four. Wow, that's not bad. I mean, they, what do they got? Six cleans in the last eight. I mean, he just got the assist and. Some bonus points and stuff. I guess the worry was always the rotation with Luca Dean, but that doesn't look like that's happening anymore, does it? It's not. And and Watkins, sec, Watkins scored a goal just before the one that the Moreno set up, and I think Moreno might have set up the other one when he was when he was the you know the you know the you know the marginal offside. So I think Moreno was close to two assists. I could be could be wrong though, but he looked good. Yeah, like we've seen a transformation of this team happen that. Is like uncanny. Like, what's what position or our villain right now? They are like maybe eighth or sixth. No, sixth, maybe. Eight. They're higher than eighth. They're sixth. They're sixth, aren't they? They're I like think. fighting for fucking top four. They're sixth. They are sixth. Yeah. Sixth. Like, they are impressing on so many levels. I didn't see this clean sheet run coming. They also, like, lost Maddie Cash. They've got, like, Ashley Young out there. Come, come, Kamara's, or I'm thinking of Fulham now, aren't I? There's Kamara, no, Kamara's Villa, right? Yeah, he's injured at the moment, but he's due back. He's injured. Like, how the fuck is this happening? (laughs) It's like they weren't anywhere near good at clean sheets before. Like, what the hell's Emery saying in there? Yeah, I mean, I mean, what's more surprising for me is Emery was so awful at Arsenal, as I know, I say every time. I just can't believe it's happening, to be honest. Anyway, it's really bizarre, man. I mean, Watkins has turned into like, the best, like outside of Holland, the best player in FPL the last five, six, seven weeks. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy yeah. what this guy's done to this team, and it's impressive. And you yeah. know, all we have is walk-ins, 
classic. They don't have any doubles, so we're going to avoid them, right? Like we did with uh, Jared Bowen last season. And we're also going to avoid all the Crystal Palace players now as well, as well, Kevin. Good transition. Is that one of your differentials? It's not, but 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 Bowen is. Make one. Just make one. <laughs> so no. So Bowen. Oh no, sorry. Crystal Palace is one of mine. Sorry. Well, I said Bowen now, so I'll, go, I'll finish with Bowen. So everyone's gonna say, well, Bowen's the most obvious one ever, and I'd written it down before we before we scored today and became super popular. But Bowen is eight million three point one percent owned. I think he'll be. I think he'll be in a lot of teams now that he scored today, and I think he scored in the last few home games. And then I'd written down Dan James at Fulham. Come on, man. He played centre forward yesterday, and I thought yeah. out of position. And okay. I thought this is quite interesting. And then I've looked, and he's ineligible to play because he's played against his playing against Leeds, which is the club he's been loaned from. So that's why I scrapped him. But I've replaced him with uh, Jochum Anderson from uh, Crystal Palace, which would have been a better transition than what I just did. But yeah, Dan James got a goal and assist yesterday. He played centre forward. I think he will play centre forward now. Surely, you, you, if you score an assist as centre forward, then you're going to get in the team next week, aren't you? But anyway, he can't play because he's in, ineligible. But yeah. he would have been. So I think that that, that would have been a fun differential. But but we're, but we're not allowed that one because he is not able to play. Um, but Kev, because last week I forgot to ask you a question of the week, well, and you reminded me, and then I forgot to even give the answer. Um, <laughs> I am going to be organised and ask you the question now. Um, okay. I, I asked you this question last year, and you said it was a great question. So I'm going to ask you, ask it you again. Um, who was the only team? That does not have a player that's at least 100 points. Okay. Right. I'll let you have a think about that. We shall. I will. Yeah. Let's just jump with some free hit stuff. Do a few okay. games and then I'll throw in the answer. And or, or Kev can throw in the answer. Uh, and we'll see, we'll see where it gets to. So, so we'll do a game by game analysis. But very broadly, I'm expecting most free hits to look something like this. You're going to have a goalkeeper, probably the Crystal Palace goalkeeper, because they have the third best clean sheet odds. So it's probably going to be Johnston, and we can go into that in a little bit more detail. So we'll assume that's your goalkeeper, because the teams with the best clean sheet odds are Arsenal and Liverpool. I think you'll have three players from each of those players, so that those teams takes takes you to seven. But I don't think anyone's going to take their goalkeepers, because I think their defenders and attacking players have more upside Uh So that's that's seven players. As Kev says, Watkins is already in your team, so that's eight. I think most people are going to have Trippier. I think there's an interesting question of could you go out and personally think it's a risk, but we can talk about that. So that's that's nine players. And then you then probably, unless you're going to go for an extra defender or midfield, I suspect most people are then going to have maybe Tony um, as your third forward. And if not, maybe Kane or Isaac, but I think Tony would be the guy. And then you've probably got a punt on midfield, which is going to be like Bowen or Madison will be popular. Maybe Eze and Elise. Barnes and Rodrigo are very left field, I would say. And then if you can work the cash out, maybe Son. Uh, but that's kind of that's kind of how the teams will be set up. And then there'll be a bunch of enablers, which we can talk about. But the enablers are kind of a bit less exciting. So that's broadly the team structure. So now I've started with that. We'll go to first game, Arsenal and Southampton. So Arsenal have got 58% chance of a clean sheet. Southampton have 9% chance of a clean sheet. So I have no team news for Southampton. And for Arsenal, I guess the big team news was Zinchenko was out with a minor knock, but there was no warning in the presser. And I guess that's a bit of a warning in my mind of 
it's not necessarily Arsenal, but it comes to any team, you think, oh, I've got a strong start in 11, and then suddenly someone suddenly misses. So it makes me think you probably do want one or two, you know, you probably do want your bench players to be someone that you wouldn't mind getting on in case something random like this happens. Um, Eddie was back on the bench this week. Jesus was played well, but was withdrawn on 66 a bit earlier than before. Saka might be off penalties after he missed because um, Jesus did score in the previous game uh, when Saka was, or two games ago when Saka was off ill. Saka missed the game through his ill. And there was no sign of Saliba, who I presume we're going to just wrap up and get him out on that Etihad pitch in a week and a half's time in a game that has more and more a game that we we cannot lose. Um, so Kev, I think this is very simple for Arsenal. You've got, I think you choose three from five players, which is White, Saka, Martinelli, Odegaard and Jesus. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would say that. I mean, maybe if you're trying to go differential and you're uh, you, you for some reason go Ramsdale, but like you said, I doubt that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I was thinking he was in there for like one second just to see, like it, uh, you know, would that free up money over here or something like that? But it didn't really amount to much. What what so, what, what, what was that? Gave? Which 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 player did you look at? Sorry, Ramsdale. Oh yeah, I'm not. Sure. Yeah, I don't think. I don't. The reason why, the reason why I'm going to go Ramsdale is because the reason why I wouldn't go an Arsenal or Liverpool, well, an Arsenal player is I think White's attacking and good. I mean, you could go Gabriel. I mean, if you want to go differential, you could go White and Gabriel back the clean sheet. Think it by you know Southampton stick up a wall, Arsenal win one nil. It's a scruffy goal. Perhaps it comes off. You know, perhaps you're hoping that's White or Gabriel involved in the goal because you know Gabriel might score from a corner. That you know White's getting. White is regularly getting assists and goals now. You know he's coming in and he's coming on the right hand side, and then just that that's the that's the only differential I could think of that would make it a bit different to others because I think a lot will end up with three attackers. Yeah, so that's interesting to me because uh, one thing I wrote down on the XGXA, uh, you know, bits of interest mm -hmm. was <clears throat> just Southampton today. Um, you know, they had a zero point six expected goals against. Uh, and only a 0 0.68 expected goals. They're they've been sneakily pretty good defensively lately. Have they like, really? Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, oh, fuck. I'll pull up their scores while I'm talking about. My thought is, uh, they're terrible at scoring goals, and they've been sneakily good defensively lately. And I'm seeing all the free hit, you know, screenshots and all that shit. Have Martinelli. Jesus and uh, Saka is the Saka. three, no yep. defender. Yep. And I was thinking, like, I get it. I mean, there's it's hard to know who's going to score, like you say, and those three are just yep. like great value picks. And you know, Martinelli and, and Jesus have just had these big games the last couple of games. So yeah, they must, they're must, they're must, they're must in my in my team. Uh, and Saka so highly owned. I love Saka. I love Saka. Right? Misses the pen now. I think people will be like, oh, maybe I could like not have Saka. Right? Like it, it's just so. <laughs> what just happened in the last game? I, I feel like, especially yeah. especially because we're potting on Sunday, the games have like just happened. But um, I I do think you know if you just take a step back and say, look, Southampton, the one match you're gonna have these three guys for, they're really bad at scoring goals, man. Like this is a pretty decent chance of a clean sheet here, and they're sneakily haven't been letting boatloads of goals in lately. I got so let's look, so look back. Yeah. They, Lost, they've just lost 2 nils to Crystal Palace, letting two. Yeah, but the XG was 
eight six. This is what I'm it, saying. Like that. That's. It's like sounds to me like you know it shouldn't have been two goals. It, it was. It should have been one goal. Like that's a decent defensive. I didn't. I haven't seen the goals, man. I was like, I'm out of commission yesterday. So, I like I haven't was, seen the goals, but I'm looking at this XG. And then what are the, what are their last like six, seven? So, goals so, yet? so I'm I'm going to take the XG from the game because they have XGC against the goalkeeper. So, Crystal yeah. Palace was 0.81. So very sim very similar numbers to one. I know you're a slight different source, but it's very similar numbers. I lost that two nil. The Man City was four one two point six four. Arguably a bit of a red herring. I mean, look, bro, that's obviously a high number, but it's fucking Man City. Like, I thought yeah. you were going to say like three and a half, four. Now, and then, then they lost 1 0 to West Ham, and that was 1.36. They then drew 3 0 with Tottenham, and that was 2.26. <laughs> they then lost to Brentford 2 0, and that was 2.01. They drew 0 0 with Man United, and that was 0.84. And they beat Leicester 1 0, mm -hmm. and that was 1.90. They're not getting fucking blown up every game, are they? Now it's Arsenal. Do I think they're going to score more than? I think they'll be closer to the Man City type of score line. It's probably going to be like three, four goals. So I'm just like, no, so, yeah, I'm it's, not, I'm not going to double. Thinking outside the box, D. isn't it? Yeah, I'm just looking. I'm like, I just think so everybody's like, oh, Southampton. They're at the bottom. Like they're the whipping boys. But they're it's, it's. I don't really think that's the case. I think I think I don't think they're good. And I think Arsenal could score like three goals on them. Yeah, but. Southampton are terrible at scoring goals. So I, I, it was more like, I don't even know who's going to be the goal scorer at Arsenal right now is just getting exactly. that Ben White clean sheet, like a, a return, like very likely. And like you were saying, he's much more attacking now. Here's another fun fact from the XG shit. <clears throat> ben White had the second best XA this week after Bruno. Right. I don't, you know, I'm not doing all this XA XG for everything. I, I mean, I mean, I to be fair, that, yeah. right. Like, and you've been touting it for a while. Like he's getting into yep. these kind of like yep. attacking fullback, attacking wingback type positions. And his and you know he wasn't amazing at it at the beginning of the season, and his role yep. sort of evolved. I mean, he was playing like center back CDM. At, <clears throat> sorry, at Brighton, he's come over here and now he's turned into a fullback, and we've seen him sort of get better every week, right? So I think I think. I might go Ben White instead of, you know, Saka or I. Yeah, it, it's just which one would you do it instead of is the challenge, right? I, I think in my head, after I was doing it, I at the moment I think Jesus is above Saka because hey, I know Jesus got hauled off after sixty six, but he's yeah. probably going to be on penalties now, right? That'd well, also just Saka's xG since Jesus has come in is fucking invisible. Like, so today it was 0.95 because he took a penalty. His non-pen XG was 0 0.19. His XA was 0, 0.00. Last week versus Liverpool, this, like, really open, freewheeling, back-and-forth game. Well, it was a tale of two halves, essentially, but you know what I mean? Lots of chances. His XG, 0 0.00. His XA, 0 0.5. Um, he only played 26 minutes against, uh, against Leeds. But in that 26 minutes, he amassed a 0 0.00 XG and a 0 0.00 XA. I mean, it's 18 pointer. He got a fucking 0 0.3 XG. You know it, what I mean? It, like he it, dramatically outperformed. It's basically since Jesus came back. I know I mentioned this before and you said, well, Jesus's minutes haven't been this, that and the other. But it's it's just like it's. 
I don't even know if it's Jesus if or if like Jesus coming back just like ignited Martinelli or something. I mean, this this is only. But I mean, this this is only second game when Jesus and Saka have played together. But what I, but I would like say, fucking Saka's XG and XA are gone. I just this think like Saka six weeks now. I think he just looks a bit knackered to be honest. I'm not sure it was, whatever whatever illness was, what, what that was seems to have knocked him knocked him for six a little bit as well. So you, you don't know, you know, you know, if you have one of these illnesses, sometimes it takes you a few weeks to get get back to full fitness. Yeah. But yeah, he's he's I mean, definitely he had, not. He had not four the shots. He had four shots this week. So that's he's not. not he's 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 not looking his best. I would say that. I mean, I think if you're going to go a bit different, I'd be happy with White, Jesus, and then one of Odegaard or Martinelli. Because the thing with Martinelli is. You kind of think, oh, Martinelli's starting every week, but don't be shocked if Trossard starts out of Martinelli on Friday. Yeah, I know. Uh, and therefore, you, but then then Odegaard's not as looked off it as well. I mean, I know we've got a ten points today, but uh, so and I, but I think that comes back to your it's point hard, before, it's which is pick. it's hard to pick who's going to score. Which means I wouldn't mind going White, Jesus, and Odegaard who want something a bit different. But anyway, one to think about. Uh, so, I don't know I, the way Martinelli's playing right now. I like him, and I haven't had him for a while. Just and he's and like. I think his EO will be really high. I, like, like here's 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 just one last little thing on Arsenal because in just playing the free hit in general, it's sort of like what I was saying earlier about captaincy. Like, at what point do you stop living in f- fear of EO? <laughs> right? Like, are you gonna have Kane and Trippier on your free hit this week because the EO is gonna be high, or are you like, um, you know? King played deep this week and they're at Newcastle, which is tough. And I don't like when a defender and a forward play each other. Like, or maybe I want to take a punt instead of Kane. I want to go uh, Darwin or something, right? Like how, how are you going to play the free hit similar to the captaincy? So I think you got to think like that with Arsenal as well. If Saka's EO wasn't high, would you, would you want this guy on your team right now? I mean, at any given moment he could do well. And I think the fact that he's been on penalties, you know, justifies the extra million over the other guys. But I don't know, man. I, I think the fact his EO is high right now might actually be a good gamble to take based on his form. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so I, I think it's not a crazy, a crazy punt. As you say, but you, you, as you say, I think you just go on who you think is going to do the best. And I think it's very hard yeah. to call on us. It's a bit of a, it's a, it's a toss of a coin, really. Um, yeah. Game two, Liverpool. 50, 57% chance of a clean sheet against Forest, who are 10%. So Liverpool are, well, pretty much joint first because 58 and 57 is incredibly close. Yeah. Um, they haven't played yet, as we mentioned, but it sounds like Canate's probably like likely to be okay and Kev's differential, Diaz. I think they've pretty much announced he'll be in the squad. So if he's there, then perhaps he comes into your thoughts. Um, so Kev, this is fairly simple for me because you want three players. It's going to be Salah, Trent, I think. I think we're very hard. Everyone's going to have Salah, as you say. I think, personally, I think Salah and Trent are nailed for me. And then plus one other. And who's your who's your third Liverpool, Kev? Uh, right now I'm on Robbo, but, <clears throat> you know, I mean... Okay, so I'm, my team right now is what I would say is the template uh, free hit team. So you named it. You said I think they'll be it'll be sort of amongst all these players. Uh, I think this is what the, the template will be. John Stone, John Stone and his keeper, because he's got Everton at home and he's 4.4. Uh, 3D, Trippier, Robertson, Trent. So that answers yep. your question. And then 4 mid, Eze, 
I don't, I, I saw there's a question. Is he, is he a good differential? Like if you're on free hit, I, I think he's in every single free hit <laughs> I've seen. Like, I don't think he's going to be a differential this week. I think his EO will be really high because of the free hitters. Uh, Saka, Martinelli and Mo captain. And then Kane, Jesus and Watkins are my three forwards. Uh, and then like just dog shit bench, but like yep. all playing Iverson, Andreas, Totti, <laughs> Totti, and Nico Williams. Dude. <laughs> wow, you know what I mean? Like That's just cheap. as cheap as possible, buddy. So, okay. Anyway, well, I, I, I think we we. I mean, I'm I'm also currently in Robertson. My only question mark over Robertson, and it's the one we talked about all season, is mm-hmm. Simicath could come in at any moment and just get and give totally. him a break. So, but I, I wanted to mention my team is that, and, and I think that is yeah. like the template, the most template I've seen is this team. Um, it is uh, because I'm looking at selling Robertson and selling Saka to Ben White. Uh, and, you know, what do I do there? Right. Like at first I was like, oh, I, uh, the biggest differential punt with upside that I could think of this week would be Son because he's got a return in, the, in four of the last five games and like no one has him. So you are you oh, saying you, you go to Liverpool then? No, I but uh, up, where I would get the third Liverpool would be up front if I did that or even Allison oh. potentially, right? I would okay. anyway because to get Son, then I was like, well, how can I get Son? The problem with Son is he's he's like the same price as Kane, man. He's point one cheaper, <laughs> so. It's like, all right, well, if I'm going to take a punt on, on Son, I need that money from Kane, so then I would go Darwin there, and that, that kind of works. But then I was like, am I really going to go Son over Kane if they're the same price? Kane's scoring in, like, every game, basically. Like, and I know Kane's he, on penalties. Exactly. And, and I know he didn't score this week, uh, but like Brighton the other week, Brighton had no business losing that game to Spurs, right? I mean, they, were, they dominated Spurs, and then somehow – you know, Spurs win and Kane gets his nine points and all that shit. And it's just like, it's just worth keeping him. Like even, even Newcastle away. And then I, I keep working back to this template, bud. Like, for, so if I were to sell Robertson and um, change him to Ben White, that's so much extra money, dude. I don't know where I'd spend it. Like I kind of, you know, change, um, like say I went Saka to Luis Diaz and uh, Robertson to Ben White. It's like an extra almost four million. It, it, you know what I mean? Like, where would I spend that money? And then naturally, I kind of go to like Eze, and I'm turning him to Madison, and I'm turning him to Bowen and stuff. And I'm like, I kind of like the Eze punt more than that, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I, even though he's way cheaper, like Madison's just being really out of form to me. And anyway, that's a different question. But but I I'm on Robertson because I've tinkered and tinkered and tinkered, and um. Uh, I, I just, I don't know where I would spend the money if I didn't go Robertson, I guess. And and the other thing to say is I really like Darwin, but there's really good forwards already. Like Kane, Jesus, and Watkins, like for sure not selling Watkins, right? I think Kane scores in every game. I mean, it doesn't matter who he plays, he can score. So am I really going to bring in a Darwin uh, that might not even play more than like 30 minutes in this game over Kane? And well, I- and then Jesus, it, it's like the similar thing to Darwin. It's like, well, which Arsenal, which Liverpool, right? Like, and I just, I think I like Jesus more than Darwin. I don't know, man. Well, I what think the you? problem, I think the problem with Liverpool is 
I think it's hard to choose someone attacking outside of Salah because you don't know who's going to start. You've got Jota right. back. Diaz might be back. You've got Gapo. You've got Darwin. Darwin's had some sort of... He's had random knocks throughout the season. Yeah. Just Barney. suddenly doesn't... He suddenly doesn't turn up. Firmino's turning up off the bench. So even if Darwin starts, he might only play 55 minutes for a week. That's you know? what I'm saying. And, and, so... I, and, and I think that makes it a problem. The, the problem with Robertson, yeah, as I sorry. said, is... And, and if you don't go Darwin, you can still have another Liverpool. That's like the perk. It's not like, well, Darwin's better than uh, Tony, so I'm going to go Darwin. It's like, yeah, but if you go Tony, you also get Robertson. <laughs> yeah, the problem is that I'm not sure I necessarily... Yeah, I'm not sure I necessarily want Gapo, but the thing is... No, I'm not Gapo. But the problem... The thing with, I say, the, I am considering Van, Van Dyke for security start over Robertson. Yeah, I was playing on that too. So I, I think and that's... I, and, I, and then all of a sudden I could upgrade Nico Williams to like Moreno or something. Yeah, and you might want a better defense. I'm, I'd be a bit nervous with your bench of, or I want one slightly not better really. defender. Well, one of your defenders is not them. nailed there. They're all playing. Yeah, but Zinchenko was nailed, and he didn't turn up today. That's my point. Yeah, but Tati and Nico Williams both starting and playing. Like, oh no, you mean like, I, oh, you mean like somebody that actually want to play? Yeah, like an Anderson at four point five sort of thing. Is is uh. Wolves who have clean sheeted in the last two weeks, not a great defender. Oh, well, I mean, they're well, playing well, Leicester who have been fucking terrible. Yeah, well, I'm thinking more Nico Williams to be honest, because I don't yeah, think Morris, I don't think Morris to keep a clean sheet. So you, I'd move Nico if I had the cash. I'd move Nico Williams to like Anderson or someone, and at least have okay, him so as a first defender. Here, would you rather have Anderson or Gahey at four point four, whatever they are? Anderson. Gahey. Uh, so no, one of them because they're on the same team, or uh, Moreno at four point four. I think I'd rather have Moreno, even though they have Tony. I think I'd have Anderson because I think it's more chance for clean sheet. But but I already uh, have Johnstone. Yeah, but Anderson just backup in case I need it. Right, but I would but start Moreno. But but like Villa are cleaning everyone, and Moreno gets assists. Yeah, well, well, I, I think that's the point, isn't it? I guess you can go either way. I think I prefer. Uh, I think I prefer the Crystal Palace player, though. Well, I've had I've tinkered and I've had like Gahey, the Palace D or whatever instead, and then I'm like, who who do uh, who's Villa play again? West Ham? No, who do they play? Bit of a way, Brentford. Brentford, yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Brentford always score at home. They're really good. Villa, yeah, they probably won't keep it clean. But I think that every single week about Villa, <laughs> for whatever reason, about who they're playing. And every week they're cleaning them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like as much as I'm looking at Palace, I, I think I would rather diversify that, you know, mid-tier type clean sheet that I'm trying to get with an enabler with Moreno already having Johnstone than doubling up on Palace, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, that's... I, I... I just it may well be a decision that doesn't matter as you say because there's a good chance your three defenders will play. It's just a backup, isn't it? So it's well, probably I would not. It's not... If I got if I were to upgrade Nico Williams to one of them, they would jump Toddy. They would become my. I'd probably keep Andreas as the first sub, and then I would have Moreno probably as the second sub. But you're right; it would be more about the defender not starting, right? Which could definitely happen if you have Robertson. So yeah. maybe I just go Van Dyke. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that, that was that was it. Yeah, I'm a bit torn I mean, on how, Van Dyke. How far apart are they in points? Not that far. 
I don't no, think. they never really are. They, they always think Robertson's so much better because he, you know, he has I these think... games. But then you look and Van Dyke's got 15s and shit in his scoreline too. <laughs> Occasionally, he just walks up and scores ahead, doesn't he? So and he gets he's, all he's free not... bonus when that happens, and it always seems to happen in a week where he gets a clean sheet and he's right there with 15. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the thing with him. He's 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 more unpredictable than Robertson. But when he get when it happens, it happens for him. Yeah, um, you're gonna get like four or five attacking returns from Van Dyke in a season with Robertson, you might get like twelve. Yes, yeah, so yeah, you could argue twice as likely to return than if you if you sort of work yeah. work on those. I'm going off of sorry, like previous seasons. Now Robertson's only got six assists. He's barely fucking he's 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 anything but hundred percent nailed. I mean the fact that he's actually played in the last season makes me even more worried he's gonna get rested. <laughs> you know? Well, as it happens, Van Dyke's got three goals and zero assists. So you've literally, but so he's still half of what Robertson is. And, and Rob, Robertson's yeah. played less minutes, but yeah, they're 96 yeah. versus 93 on points. So yeah, as close as you can get. The winning thing is the price isn't that different. It's like 6.5 versus 6.8. I'd like to see that a little. Would it be nice if you were getting like at least like 0.5 back? Well, 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 you did at the start of the season, but Robertson's, yeah. Robertson's dropped. So yeah. Kev, just a quick question. So BSO asks. So he's not on a free hit. He doesn't have enough cash for Salah without taking two hits. Who else is optimal to replace Bruno? He only ha and he only have he only so, has Saka yeah. and Martinelli in midfield at the moment. So I read this and I, so he's okay. So he's not. Mm. I'd be tempted to take two hits and get Salah in. Yeah, if it sets you up a bit more. I mean, this week alone, it could pay off, let alone the fact you're going to want Mo in next I, week and the week after. And the week. Well, I'm assuming he's in a free hit in 34, though, so he may be less bothered oh, about that okay. after that. Yeah. Uh, do you know his whole team? Nope. No. I'm surprised it takes two hits to get Bruno. I wonder, if I had Bruno and Kane, if he was desperate for Salah, could he not sell Bruno, get Salah, and just down and move Kane to? I mean, we just have Watkins. to assume based on what he said. He can't do it, like based on his. I mean, we could do that, but then we're not answering his question. I <laughs> know, I know, I know. But but I'm I'm one. But I'm kind of wondering who. I'm what trying. If you've got Bruno, yeah, that means he's got Bruno, Harland, and no other premiums of any sort, which just seems unlikely. No, I could be wrong. I guess. I guess who's the next best guy, right? That's um, that's playing this week and that has doubles later. Well, the, I mean, the two teams that you're going to want are for this week are Liverpool and Arsenal. And then um, if, I mean, I'm, if you're free hitting in game week 34, then you then to me, I would ask, I, I would actually like probably Newcastle because I know that they're going to have another game week later that's not in 34 and they play this week. Is there anyone in 37 like that? That's Chelsea. They don't play this week. Brighton, Man City. So, yeah, I'd I, if I was him, I'd probably target, like, maybe even Newcastle, just based on the double game week thing. So, if you don't have three Newcastle, that could be something. Well, I mean, what about... Uh, to uh, sell Bruno, the problem then is there's no fucking midfield. <laughs> I, don't I mean, what, in, what about going for... What about going for Eze or Eze? Because you said he's really good for this week. You really like him for this week. Crystal Palace have got really good fixtures yeah. coming up. They finish with Bournemouth, Fulham, and Forest, the last three fixtures of the season. He's cheap. 
it might mean you can hold on to Bruno and then have Bruno in yeah. the double in 37. Maybe that's maybe that's the way to look at it is you know looking at getting someone like Eze in depending on who who, who you other players yeah. are. And I'm assuming this question was asked before today where Bruno looked like a fucking beast. Yeah, I mean I I mean I didn't watch it but from the sounds of it Bruno oh, was dude. lucky not to get a return. Like four returns, yeah. I mean, he got he got the second assist on two of the goals. He had this one curler that unreal save. I felt like Navas just was like, "All I'm going to do today is make sure Bruno doesn't score on me." <laughs> Seriously, dude, he made some mega saves. It was, it was he did well, but yeah, I, I would think a lot of people, you know, earlier than today, are like, "Ah, oh, Bruno, you know, yeah, he's playing deep, you know," and Casemiro hasn't been playing, so he hasn't been returning or whatever. And then they watched him today, and it felt like when that COVID restart happened again, or, or not, not even then they, the season before 28 2019, when they got him at the transfer deadline, he came in and just was like the whole reason, man, United were good. It felt like that today. Okay. I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of presuming his other two midfielders might be the Brighton midfielders. So selling them for as, as they might be a backwards move as well, because they'd probably want them for 36 yeah. and 37, but maybe that's just the short term, but maybe maybe if one's McAllister, perhaps you should move him on given what I discussed in the previous part. And then you've always got time to get McAllister back in for someone else later on. It's because maybe maybe you move on yeah. Saka and Martinelli later on. See how see how Liverpool goes tomorrow too. I mean, maybe what I mean but, I maybe Gappo suddenly looks like a great yeah, option. Perhaps exactly. he gets a brace. Yeah, we want him. And I doubt Luis Diaz is gonna like come back in and just start playing 90. Yeah, I mean it's, it's a terrible <laughs> choice as a differential. Um, well, we'll see, buddy. We'll see. Right. Game three. We could talk about this quite a bit already. So Palace yeah. versus Everton. Palace are 43% chance for a clean sheet, as I mentioned at the top. Mm -hmm. They are third favourites to get a clean sheet. Zahar looks like he might be back in game week 34. I guess the thing to worry about John, John Stone or Johnston is um, Whiter was injured. He might he said he's be back in 34, but maybe back earlier. So that's the only downside of Johnston is if Guaita's yeah, there yeah. In, the, in the background. In which case, I might get Johnston and Guaita, although, um, or perhaps you just, just get a better keeper on the bench. I'm not sure, but it's just one to watch out for. Either way, it's going to cost us more money if that's the case, because you're going to go from Johnstone and Iverson, the basically cheapest possible thing you could do, unless yeah. you went Ward and Iverson, which I have no interest in doing. <laughs> To uh, either upgrade Johnstone to a more nail keeper, that's going to cost you more. Um, or go John's, Johnstone and Whiter. Yeah, which would be like 0. 0.7 more or something like that. It's not cheap. Point, it's 0. 0.6, yeah, because Iverson's 3.8 and Guaita's 4.4. thing is, oh. we don't know Iverson's nailed, right? Because I know he's, I know he played yeah. this week, but they have got a new manager and they might, he might switch it back to Ward. So it's a bit of a... It's a risky one anyway. So let's just see how... Let's see the Guaita injury news as we go through the week. This, I think that will be important. sort of where, where, where you were saying no one's going to do Liverpool or Arsenal keepers. This is when I was like, well, what about Allison? Instead of that nailed Van Dyke. I mean, Allison's constantly okay. the best keeper in the league for FPL. I know he's flagged right now, but we're going to get to see if what happens tomorrow. Okay. He's 5.4. I thought he was higher than that for some reason. So he's not that expensive, man. Like if you if you got rid of that Robertson Van Dyke and you upgraded Johnstone to Allison, that's only a one million upgrade. You would have yeah. more money in the rest of your team if you did that. And Allison is basically Van Dyke to me. They're they're the same. 
Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and I, I guess the point there is, as you say, like for like, you're going to get a cheaper player in, aren't you? Because because effectively, you you almost saying you go um, Johnston and Van Dijkstra, well, Robertson, switch mm-hmm. to White and Allison, and then that will leave you with a couple of extra million somewhere to spend elsewhere in the team. Exactly. And, and it also means you've got an extra spot up front you you know you so you could then bring in you could have maybe Bowen and Eze in your team if you want to go right. get something different. Okay, that's interesting. Um, so Sandy asked a question here. Uh, suspect you'll cover it, but what are your thoughts on Eze punt on a free hit? And I think Kevin said he's not a punt; he's the guy to get. So, well, it's not. <laughs> I just think he. I've seen him in every single one I've seen multiple different people like if you go on social media it's not i just don't think it's a punt is what i'm saying i yeah, think he's like template yeah he's not in my team but then i i probably gone maybe i don't think i've gone that different yeah. to you but i mean I, I, it's only a couple of moves different right this is what we're saying it's saying at the start you kind of have eight or nine you know eight or nine players well, the same I, and then a couple of I mean i was like uh whatever looking at him whatever i know he's just braced but like basically since Roy's come in, like, I mean, he also scored the game before. You got an assist the game before that. I mean, the whole fucking time we were like, why isn't Eze playing back before Vieira got sacked? When when he was starting, he looked good to me, man. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? He's, he's such a good and player. like, his XG and XA numbers are fine. I mean, does he play a little deeper? Yeah, but he is creative and he runs in a lot. Um, And, like, they're in good form as a team. They're vibing. They're playing fucking Everton at home. And he's 5.5. So, yeah. you know, I. it's just when you're building the whole team, you're like, oh, maybe I'll move him up to Madison. And I'm like, wait, I just own Madison. And I sold him because he's playing terribly. <laughs> why Why is Madison better than Isaiah right now, right? And, has, and is playing a team that's just got two clean sheets in a row? Like, I feel like it's like maybe the name of Madison means more to me, but like, I think I'd, I would, I, it, it, it's hard to do. It's like captaining a non-premium player. Like, Oh, I don't Madison costs more money than I say I should go Madison, but I'm looking, I'm like, I had to pick who's going to score more in the next game. I think I would have to pick as a, if I had to put money on it. Yeah. Everton looked really bad as well. Yeah. I agree with that. And the <laughs> final thing I didn't in San Palace was Edward was fit to start. So Ed, Edward was Kev's, um, differential from last week he came off on 57 minutes but he might be a player we look at later in the season because he's back which is just over five million yeah. might be an he's enabler for Kane. Yeah. yeah he's a keen downgrade um so game four newcastle fourth best chance for clean sheet and the last one in the 40s 40 percent at home to spurs who are 23 percent chance of a clean sheet there's there's a bit of a team news here so for newcastle Almiron came off the bench so he came back a bit earlier than i was expected isaac started again this was quite interesting for us, Kev. Target replaced Burn in the second half. Did you see that? No. Matty Target came on for Burn, so one to watch out for to see if if our third Newcastle defender of Burn is actually still nailed because the fact Target came on, I thought, was interesting. Maybe, was it? Uh, it was about 60-odd minutes. I mean, the game was 3-0 at that. The, the game had gone at that point. Okay. So, um, Wilson came on in the second half to play with Isaac again. He didn't come over half-time, but shortly after that, and then uh, Sam Maximum was 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 injured. Surprise, surprise. Um, right. And then for Spurs, I thought there was two injuries, but actually it was a weird one. So Lenglet got injured early on. Sanchez came on, but then was subbed off 23 minutes later, having been booed off the pitch. <laughs> which 
and the reason why I'm, I mean, obviously it's hilarious, particularly when it's not your team. I have to Xhaka and Boué for Arsenal, actually. Uh, anyway, whole, that's a whole separate thing. But um, but it makes me wonder about who's left in defence of them. If Lenglet's injured, Sanchez is now blowing confidence, having been booed by his home crowd. So let's see how that plays through. Um, and then elsewhere in their defence, Poro has now had six starts in a row, but Royal's not back till game week 35. Yeah. Paris has just had three starts, you know, the man the man at the start of the season. I think, think he got an assist, actually. He's and actually then, been getting involved, yeah. And then, so, I mean, he would be a punt of a punt. A shame they're playing yeah. Newcastle away from, from an FPL perspective. And then Ricarlison was back and he came off the bench in 70, but he didn't replace Kulu. Kulu stayed on for the whole game. So, Kev, are we definitely yeah. going to get Trippier? Do we have to get him? Because you kind of said that. So, I mean, to be clear, I'm not going for Kane at the moment. I'm I'm not going to, I'm going to swerve Kane for this game. Um, okay. It sounds like you're going for Kane. Uh, but if you think Kane's going to score, then why would you keep Trippier? That's kind of my question. Well, because I'm, I'm not, like, I recognize I'm not going to be able to predict every fucking score rate, right? Like, and they're both really attacking as well. It's like when, um, how do I put it? I think it was last year I, I free hit in blank game whatever number. And I remember on my templates, I remember I, what I was doing was uh, picking all the wing backs. And I had like five at the back. <laughs> and, and the people that don't like to free hit in the game week, uh, the blank game week, so like, oh, these teams play each other. Like this question. This is why I don't like doing it. I don't even care if I only have nine players out there, right? Like I'd rather use a free hit on a – on a, on a more of a, like an upside week. I like to get the upside or whatever. I'm like, all right, whatever, whatever that means, right? Like, I just feel like people think they can predict the scores and shit. But if I get a trippier out there, it's like, hey, if they get a clean sheet, uh, and if it's like nil-nil, you know, he's he's getting me points. If it's... He's getting you nine two, points. Two, yeah, exactly. If it's two, two all, he might get me two assists. Like, you know, I feel like with those types of players, with trippiers, like, I'm playing both sides. Whatever the fucking score is, I'm still gonna go look at the box score, see if Trippier got me points. If it's yeah. if it's uh two two, I'm not gonna go look to see if Gay he got me any points. I know he got a header the other week, but that's rare. Yeah. No, I agree. No, I, so yeah, I think that makes sense to me. I mean to clear I'm on Trippier. Um so I'm not gonna go with Kane. Any any love for Isaac against the dodgy Spurs defense we kind of just discussed? I feel like what if this is the week he gets rested and Callum yeah. starts, and I know he yeah. might sub on and score, but like you, this isn't. I mean, Watkins is a hundred percent nailed. So this is instead of either Kane, Tony, uh, Solanke, um, Darwin, you know, like Jesus, like why? I, I don't like the fact that he might not play. Over, if I, I'd rather do Darwin might not play than Isaac might not play. Like I'd rather take the upside of, of him over the upside of Isaac with that risk. Okay. Cool. Fair enough. Right. So Kev, question of the week. You've been thinking about this for the last 20 minutes uh, or so. Yeah, well, I think I'll just go Wolves. Just I feel like you keep asking questions about who has like the shittiest returns from a forward and stuff and just always seems to be wolves so or maybe you're picking on them again oh, i'm not picking on wolves this this week i'm picking they they are not that it is another really crappy team Leicester. no <laughs> they've got madison i know must be 100 yeah exactly who's really really crappy so southampton are at the bottom so yeah they've got james Ward prowse though exactly 
And Marcy, can you think of this rubbish? This lots. I'm uh, no. I, I thought uh, I. I didn't realize you're still asking me directly. <laughs> I stopped. I stopped looking at the table. <laughs> it's Everton. It's Everton. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're really shit too. And I think when we did this question last year, the answer was Everton. I. I, I will confess though, it was pretty close because. Iwobi somehow got 99 points, <laughs> but Pickford has got 95 because actually a lot of the goalkeepers start to kind of get to the 100 already, you see. Yeah, but yeah, Pickford's got 95. So, uh, I suspect next time we speak, Everton will have a 100 point player, I'm sure. So, well, where, uh, where are Wolves at then? Like, who's got an honor for them? Um, like Kilman or something? Oh, uh, facts. Sar's Damn. got 130. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, as I was saying, like, like the goalkeepers often kind of save you on these things. So there you go. Started the season hot as well. Yeah. So we have four games left, and we're not not going to be as quick as I said. So we should speed up from here, Kev. So I mean, there's there's kind of less players than the rest of these teams. So you've now got Brentford versus Villa. Brentford 36 percent chance of a clean sheet. Villa 29. The rest of the teams are around about this sort of 30-ish mark, which is like a one in three chance of a clean sheet. Um, so, Tony, I think this is the last game that Tony could get a yellow and get a two-game ban. So, somehow he may, you know, we've been talking talk about this all the time and he might avoid it. Um, I kind of wonder this. Tony essentially is at home. I know he's playing Villa and I think your view is no, because Villa keeping clean sheet against everyone. So, it sounds like you're avoiding Tony. I started I'm, with Tony in my first draft. Yeah. But because he's at home, and then as I and then I was like, oh, I like Jesus more actually. Oh, uh, you like uh, Kane? Ra- you know, yeah, I'd rather have Kane just because he scores. Like he's he's probably even though it's a tough fixture, he's still probably going to score. <laughs> Kane is basically Tony, but like more of a pro at at, at it, right? And Kane can do it in away games as well as home games. Okay. That's and fine. Tony yeah. missed the last pen, and you, like you said, this he is didn't, the last he, he missed the pen, but but then but then he scored his yeah, last he scored his last pen. But yeah, I yeah. get you. But I think that, like you just said, that this is the last week he could get that yellow, so I think he will get it. <laughs> so he's got a yellow card coming. <laughs> That's one less pen, but yeah, I mean he could brace at home. But Villa's yeah. form is so good, so it's just I feel like I do I really want to use one of my most important spots uh, against this Villa team that just keeps impressing and impressing and impressing me, especially like defensively now. Yep. Okay. I like it. Because um, I think we, we think Villa is doing so well because Watkins is doing so well, which it, it is to a degree. But six clean sheets and eight, that's like that's like Man City form when they get clean sheets. You know yeah, I mean? agreed. Oh, yeah. I, I, so I agree with all this. I mean – at the moment, I am on Tony, and I don't have Kane. But I can, I can, and, and the, the, you know, these were the points that come. You know, I don't think not having Tony is the right answer, or having Tony. You know, I think both can be sensible answers to the question of do I want Tony this this week? We just put forward some good points. I'm there. also not like my my OR right now. I don't know what it is, but it's been getting closer to where I want it in the last few weeks, right? And uh, I'm less in like I need to take big punts mode. So I'm kind of looking at this free hit. Like, look, if I just did the template free hit I said to you earlier, I mean, knock on wood, it should get me a green because there are some people not on free hits. I mean, there's people in the top 10K that have used their free hit already. So I know there's some people ahead of me that have used it. So I should move up on them. Um, If I, if I go against the Canes and shit and they, and he happens to get like a brace, it's like, 
that's like a it's probably a red arrow. Even though I'm on free hit and like have this really good team, like so how punty do I want to get? And then it's like, well, who are the punts? They're Tony, they're uh, you know, Madison, Bowen, and I just sort of there's like reasons I don't like each of them. So I'm like, am I, I'm, I I just keep coming back to that template. Okay. And then and then Villa, I think we talked about Villa already. Watkins is nailed, and then if you want to get someone else, it's probably Moreno. So game six, Kev. Yeah. Bournemouth, 29% chance of a clean sheet. Don't think anyone's going to get any Bournemouth players in. I think Sol- Solanke's been in a lot of what I've seen. Uh, okay. See, I mean, he just had a, what was it, two goals and an assist? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I don't like it. I mean, the fixture's not bad, though, even though for some reason they're not favorited. Bournemouth are getting, like, no respect right now, dude. They've played well, man. They just beat Spurs. So, no. so no, well, Bournemouth got 20, 29% chance of a clean sheet and West Ham 37% chance of a clean sheet. So no, I think no, but the odds to win the game are, like, heavily uh, – well, it's not heavily, but, like, West Ham are favored. And I'm thinking, like, if it was at home for West Ham, yeah, maybe I would give them the edge. But even then, Bournemouth could beat – like, it would be like a coin toss to me. Bournemouth have been playing really well lately. Like not just for a week or two, and West oh, Ham yeah. I mean, attacking, very, I, have not played well. So I don't think Bournemouth uh, lose this game if I had to bet money on it. But for all the all the odds setters or whatever have have West Ham winning, I don't think I would bet either team get a clean sheet. But that, I think I the thing I think the thing with winning. Bournemouth is they're scoring goals, but they're also letting goals in, which is why I still quite like Bowen from West Ham. But we can kind of. But the it sounds like I would, the only stat I would say about Bowen from West Ham <laughs> is uh, at home. What's he got? How many goals and assists? Like five goals and like eight assists or something like that on the season. Away from home, he has three assists, no goals. He's not being good away from home. Like it, that's a horrendous. I mean, it's we're going into game week thirty-two, right? I mean, that's not good. Three assists total. Well, he promised he promised me me a hat trick, so I'm going to stick yeah. with him. But no, I can see what's going on. Where away from home, his stats are like actually horrendous. At at home, he's been doing it, like you know, especially the last like five or six home games, he's been returning in like most of them. But away from home, he's, he's done barely anything, man. The whole season. So I don't, I don't know. I don't. I mean, we haven't really dissected Bowen too much this year, but I was just looking at him and I'm like, man, this is a waste of. Like he looked. He he played. He looked like he was. He he gained. He looked like he gained a bit of confidence. He's got. He's got. He's a, a, got two assists and a goal. He's got assist, assist, goal. His last three games. He's yeah. he's kind of looking back. He's looking like it's like. I mean, it's it's a punt, isn't it? But I mean, I, I like him. Punt, but I can. But this, what I was trying to say is, when I look at these punts, it's like instead of one of these template players that are like quite good. Well, I mean, like, I, mean, I know Zach has been out of form, but I would, if I could have four Arsenal, I would rather have Saka than Bowen still. You yeah, know? Yeah. Um, so, we'll okay. see. Out, out of, out of, let me ask you this out of Bowen, Madison, Tony, because uh, I think there's sort of three, like the, the, the first round of pe- who people are picking as differentials, and, and, and also Solanke. I've got Bowen and Tony in my team, but okay. okay. So out of those four, who do you like? I was going to say Bowen and Tony is the answer because yeah. that's who's on my team. So okay. So I'm, I think I think my team's the same as your team, apart from you've got Eze and Kane, and I've got Bowen and Tony. It kind of makes right. sense. So nice. And, and again, it's like oh, 
uh, I'd probably go Bowen and um, Tony because, you know, Eze is cheap price. But then you look, it's like, fuck, Eze looks like way better than them right now <laughs> alone, not even with Kane. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. That, I think there's something with Eze's like going on in my head where it's like I haven't yet realized how good he is. Or I always known he's being good, but how good he is right now with this transformation of Crystal Palace. He's becoming like one of, if not the main man there, especially with Zaha. So, Kev, next game, Leicester, 36% chance of a clean sheet against Wolves, 31%. I mean, it's like... Yeah. So I've got a cat jumping on me. Right. <laughs> so I don't, I'm not sure we heard any of that. No, um, uh so Leicester have got Dean Smith back as manager. Barnes was not in the squad. He's due back in 32. So I wrote okay. down, is he, so he's probably too much of a risk as a punt anyway. So Yuncho uh, so started. Uh, Vardy started again. Oh, okay. um, I'm, I'm not sure how they exactly lined up. Um, I presume Tete started, but I didn't look into it. Well, I, I saw Nacho started, so I'm curious. Is he like back in the... Well, we, well, you know, not, well, he played 45 minutes. I thought yeah. he came. He didn't start. He came on second half. He didn't start. Okay. Uh, I mean, the thing is, it was their managers. Arteta didn't start. It's their manager. Dean Smith's first game, Man City. It's a terrible first match. Yeah, tough so team. I don't think you can't really read from that who's in his team, which I think yeah. makes it hard. So the only player I touch with Leicester because I'm certain their start is Madison. Maybe go Iverson as the cheap second keeper, but there is a risk he doesn't start, is kind of what I'd say. Um, but He's as you saying, say, uh, Dewsbury Hall started up with Madison as the left winger. Like that, that's either just wrong or it was because they wanted a really defensive. Yeah. I mean, Dewsbury Hall only played 61 minutes, but yeah. Yeah. And he's fought. Yeah. I just don't think we're going to touch Leicester, are we? I mean, Leicester defense doesn't look great. I mean, Wolves have improved, as you said, Kev. They've won the last two or three games and. I mean, Leicester at home to Wolves, even three weeks back, we might have gone for Leicester defender because I know Leicester weren't looking great, but Wolves couldn't score for Toffee. And therefore, you might be going, you know, a Castagne or, a, you know, would be a nice punt because he's sort of attacking and there's, there's a good chance we'll get a clean sheet. But I don't think that's true anymore. Yeah, Madison had uh, three shots, two key passes, 0.48 XG. He should have scored at the end. He played well. He should have scored. I mean, Madison is still the main man, right? I mean, he could easily haul. He's not a he's not a terrible pick, I would say. Yeah, he'd be the only one I think people will pick. I'm gonna not get anyone. Yeah, but I can see. Yeah, agreed. And then last game, uh, Fulham thirty four percent leads who haven't played twenty nine percent. So again, same. I mean, all these clean sheet odds are very low and not great. Uh, Mitrovic was banned. As we mentioned before, Dan James is up front, but he's banned, so we can't we ignore him. I mean, Leeds, I mean, maybe that there's a Leeds attacker as a punt somewhere, but I just think they're so I think they're on like the second list of punts in my mind. The guy I'd want is Rodrigo, but he's been on the bench every week. So I will keep an eye on him tomorrow in case he's in case he starts and looks good, but I just can't see it happening. So that is all the teams, Kev. Yeah. Um I have a special question for you. Okay. Special Rob Reed question for you. Right. What is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? And he says it can be the European or African v variety. 
That's hilarious, dude. Uh, I don't remember the quote, like what the time was for Monty Python, but yeah. Yeah, so well, no, I mean, <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't really know Mon Monty Python, and so I asked well, my we wife. Were, we my were friend. talking about uh, Life of Brian and and uh, <clears throat> sorry, I'm like dying over here. No, but yeah. so 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 I I looked at the answer on the internet because my wife gave okay. me the answer to it. She got it wrong. <laughs> So we, we, we actually answered the question as a genuine question, and I thought as a Monty Python thing, and then I realized what the link was. So, But you can maybe explain a bit more detail for everyone, because clearly I'm not a Monty Python fan. Yeah, he's, it's just from the Holy Grail. Yeah. It's a scene in the Holy Grail. We were joking around about uh, who got hurt. Someone, uh, Alex. Who, Alex. Alex is one of the other contributors like fucked his foot up or something. And I just said, it's just a flesh wound. And then we just went down a rabbit hole on <laughs> Monty Python quotes for like a little bit, basically. <laughs> but this is like, I don't know what, I mean, Alex lives in New Zealand. That's how late I was up with my buddies the last two nights. So I barely even remember this. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so anyway, so that so that's the Monty Python sketch for anyone that sort of knows what Monty Python is. So there was probably two. There was two of the questions you we had on there. Every single person is going to know Monty Python. Hold up. What do you mean if? Oh, but if you're not, I I well, oh, perhaps we can have a vote from the viewers, af listeners afterwards. Who's heard of Monty Python? Who hasn't? Stick a stick a poll on there somewhere and and let and let's see. I don't think everyone would, would have heard of it, but I could be wrong. You don't so, think Kev, everyone knows who Monty Python is? No, I don't think they will. I could be wrong. I mean, so, yeah, I could be wrong. Okay. Let, let's see. Um, I'm thinking that we have international listeners that might not know, but maybe I'm wrong. So, Kev, we, so Malcolm Kerr asked a question, which I think we've covered, which is, he's planning plan to re-hit in game week 32. What would you consider to be the optimal free-hit squad? I think Kev's answered that. And then apart from Salah and Trent, who else would you have from Liverpool? And we chatted about that. So yeah. I want to recognise that Malcolm's asked the question, but I think we've answered it. And then team, Tim Wheeler, this is our wrap it up on a non uh free hit question well free hit game week 32 question he is free hitting in game week 34 what players do you expect to become template for the final double game weeks i.e what should he build towards uh so three man you would be the main team to get they have two more double game weeks and like the easiest fixtures in the fucking world right the rashford injury thing you know the second this free hit 32 weekends like our whole world will come back to that and what do i do and i think i think a lot of people will um roll next week and then sell kane and sell uh either rashford or a brighton player or uh if they still ha kept madison because everybody remember moved to Grealish and in uh, martinelli last week with their uh rashford or madison transfer right so people are still going to be bringing a man united They're still going to you're still gonna you're still gonna want Mo, obviously, which you mentioned because of 34. Um, but Man City still have two double game weeks, right? So if you don't if all you have is Holland, I think Grealish is gonna be one of the main guys still. I mean, he looked good again. Um, it, it's just sort of which midfield are you gonna go with? Because there's quite a few midfielders, right? You're gonna yeah. need your Brighton players. You get because uh, he's asking who, right? So I think there's two two Brighton midfielders. For sure. If Rashford's fit, him for sure. If uh, Mo for sure. So that's four. So and then I, is your fifth sure Mo is Bruno or Grealish, basically? 
Is Mo template from after because th- he's free hitting in thirty four, so we can get Mo in for free. Oh, he's free hitting in thirty four. Yeah. He's free hitting in thirty four. So is there a, is there a chance because Mo doesn't double after? I know right. Liverpool's fixtures are good and they need yeah. to win matches to get top four, which they will know. Oh, I, I mean, so, yeah, because I think people will all still have him. They they will be bringing him in for thirty four. I don't think they're going to rush to get rid of him because he also has looked good again lately, right? It's not like. It's not yeah. like we're just getting him just because he's doubling. He's fucking looked great lately. So, like, I would still want Mo in the singles. Like, I probably wouldn't sell Mo to Kevin De Bruyne for the city double, you know, even. I would probably just get some other city doubler because, like, De Bruyne isn't even playing 90, right? So, it's well, tough, man. I mean, the thing, so Mo's fixtures in 35 home to Brentford. Yeah, pretty 36 good. away at Leicester. 37 oh, home to Villa. 38, yeah, he finishes away at Southampton. Pretty good. So Even I, the I, home to Villa, like at Anfield, dude, they, they could play Man City, and it's a good fixture for Mo. Like I, I just think yeah, the Anfield thing is a big deal. So I don't see myself – I think it's going to come time to that City double game week, 37 or whatever it's going to end up being, and it's going to be like, uh, oh, I'm probably just going to keep Mo actually because I'm going to want him next week. And De Bruyne hasn't been playing 90 or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I think to answer his question, I think like make sure you got your three Brighton. The one thing that is interesting, though, is this uh, Ferguson injury because I still have Kane and I need to get Mo, and I'm ha- I don't have to necessarily pick which midfielder I'm going to switch to Mo yet. If Rashford's still injured, it'll be him. But if Rashford's back, I'm not going to want it to be Rashford. So do I get rid of Grealish right away? Or do I get rid of McAllister if he continues to play in like a number eight, like you said, and I bring in Welbeck for my Kane move? That'll be fun. Right? If if yeah. if Ferguson's like out for the season or something, and Welbeck was like the starting forward, and like no one else has this guy, is there, he's cheap too. What's he like five ish million? I'm guessing. I mean, I, I think Welbeck could be popular very quickly if that is the case. Well, everybody already has three Brighton though, so I don't necessarily think so. <clears throat> oh well, I, I'm, I well, I have three Brighton mids now, so I'd be happy to sell McAllister to Welbeck. Right. But not everybody's going to do that. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I think if like if you went for Welbeck. Even if Ferguson was guaranteed out for the rest of the season, I don't. I think that would be a pretty big uh, punt differential, like throughout game week thirty-eight. Yeah, I, I, I would, I would be up for the Welbeck, Welbeck. Yeah. If, if I would be up for the, I'd be up for Ferguson or Welbeck. I've said this for a while. I'd happy to have either of them if I knew the other one was out. That would make it even stronger. And I was looking at Ferguson anyway because Ferguson was kind of rotating with Welbeck, but getting a little, little bit more in the minutes. Yeah. But obviously, but he keeps getting injured, and which is obviously a big issue. Yeah, that's interesting. Welbeck's been getting returned. So the way I'm kind of viewing it now is if Rashford is injured for sure, I will go. Uh, Kane to Martial, and I would yeah. go Rashford to Mo. If yeah. Rashford is back and um, uh, Ferguson is injured for sure, um, I might go Kane to Wellback and like one of my Brighton mids to Mo. I'm pretty sure I can do that. Do you think <laughs> I, I might need to triple check out the money for that, but I'm pretty sure I can do that. And then, uh, yeah, because Wellback's so cheap. Uh, do you then, think that Trent will become template? Maybe it's hard to get to him, 
But the last thing I was going to say, and then I'll answer that, is just if if neither of them are uh, injured, then I'd probably do Alvarez is my forward that I take Kane down to. Probably go yeah. Alvarez and Mo. Uh, the Trent thing, I'd love Trent, man. And I know everyone's selling Showell all of a sudden, but I'll make that decision later. It's going to have to be for hits for me. I don't know how I get that money. I mean, what am I like? By the time I'd actually get Trent in for thirty-four, I'd be like taking a minus eight just to make that happen. I, I can't really f- see a way unless I did some weird thing where like a stupid in became Trent and like uh, Kane became Wellback, and somehow I could st- <laughs> still get Mo, and it was only minus four. But I, I would, I don't see how I can get um, uh, Trent. Can you get him? I've already got Trent. Pardon? I've already got Trent. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I got I missed, Trent. I missed when you changed because I thought you were going to Ake and you and I are messaging each other and I was like, dude, I'm about to get on a plane for this 40. Yeah, I, I, I just, because I was, I decided to go for the McAllister and dump Zuma for Trent. Because I but Well, it's maybe not because the, the other way was Grealish and Chilwell to Trent, which on hindsight looks like a better move, but I quite like the McAllister right. move because because I can. I mean, I'm also looking. I was considering, do I really need Bruno? Could I go Bruno to Salah and then get Marshall instead of Bruno? But the thing is, uh, the the reason why I didn't end up going the Ake move not because I thought I thought he might get dropped, which he did, but that wasn't the main reason. The main reason was I was like, hang on a second, if if Rashford isn't actually fit. I'm then left with Madison and Rashford in my team who I need to sort out. And I've got Kane and I need to get Salah. And I'm, I'm nailing on a minus four in game week 34 to sort all that rubbish out. Plus, I'm then sat there with like Chilwell, three Newcastle defenders and Zuma. I'm like, this is a terrible defence. And I'll be sitting there going, I really wish I had Trent. And I just, I basically, I worked through in my head that I really wanted Trent. And that was the way I wanted to get there. So it gave me, gave me a few more options. Is okay. The it. But, uh, but the thing is, I think by in a couple of days' time, I'll forget about that team because this free hit because it messes with your mind, doesn't it? Because free hit team is now this new team. And like, what was the team I had before again? Now I can't remember it. So, uh, yeah. But I, but I need. I, I think I worked out the Ake move. Had I gone for Ake, it would have been free. It would have been a disaster, right? And ignoring the fact that he's now would would be a problem in my team. I think I need Trent to get four four or five points to have matched the Ake move, if that kind of makes sense. Because basically, it needs, needs to match the hit. And had I just gone for the very basic Grealish and nothing else, I need Trent to get to like 10 or 11 points. But I mean, it's not as simple as that, is it? Because it depends what yeah, happens in the yeah. future weeks as well. So totally. uh, I like the fact you already have Trent, though. Yeah, it's kind of... As it, as it happens, I mean, I'm on the greyest of grey arrows. I think I'm on like plus 0.8 percent but i mean i should right. get a green right because i've only got trent left and surely that should be enough to get a green you'd hope Great. unless oh, he sure. unless he gets a negative score or something so or is it i'm, a, I'm up a lot uh, well a lot 23 but my gaming ranks over a million and i don't have anyone left so well well i presume i presume you're 11 points ahead of me because that's where i've been had i gone uh Grealish. Madison to Grealish. So you probably 11 points ahead of me. So yeah, I'm not surprised to see you in a nice green. So ho- ho- hopefully Trent will get a couple of returns tomorrow and I'll uh, I'll catch up with you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be nice. Right. Um, it's not going to be that. It, 
I mean, the free the the only the only downside is free hit this week is the press. I mean, it's more for me. The press was on Friday. I'm on a train having some beers, looking forward to the match. If something goes at last minute, I kind of need to have written down a few thoughts because my brain won't be on fantasy football on, on the I'm, train I'm, down on I'm Friday. Fucking so busy this week, dude. I fly <laughs> to Florida Tuesday for a conference. Fly home. What day do I fly? Fly home Friday while the game's on. Like while the deadline's happening, I'm on a plane. Oh dear. And, uh, it's like a three day thing, and then I got. Then we got. I'm pretty sure we got a wedding this week. I don't remember. It's my one of my wife's friends, and then we're going to some family thing on like taking Monday off. I'm gonna do that. So I don't know when we're gonna pod next week, buddy. And it's our fiftieth. I feel like. So fiftieth. Like I didn't get you anything for our anniversary. You know what I mean. Well, 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 you, well, you, well, you, well, you forgot our anniversary last year. I was very, very, very upset with you. But, but I mean, the other problem, Kev, is that game week thirty-two finishes on Sunday, and then game week thirty-three starts on the Tuesday, straight to midweek. And, and I mean, this this is the other factor to think about in all our teams. Not free hit is we suddenly go game week thirty-two. Then you've got midweek game week thirty-three. Then you've got game week thirty-four, which is the weekend. Then it's midweek game week thirty-four because it's you know for the doubles. Yeah. And then we're back. We're back to Saturday game week thirty-five. So you've got five game. You've got five matches in you know two and a half weeks for these teams. You know three weekends and two mid mid weeks. So there's a lot of matches for players. You've seen a lot more injuries now. So we've got all these great plans for our teams, but I wouldn't be surprised to see if you, and one or two more big injury news hitting our teams at some point. So, um, I mean, it's one to watch, but and also we'll we'll see a lot more rotation because you look at Man United; they've been they're starting to get decimated a bit by these injuries, particularly in defence. And Ten Hag's been saying, you know, there's just too many games for us, and you kind of see other teams will be fe- feeling something similar. Yeah. So, so we, we keep talking talking about these single game week teams you know like your villas and your crystal palace who look good maybe maybe there is something in getting them in i suspect we won't we'll always be drawn by the doubles right but it is i think think villa d uh i'm a little tempted by yeah yeah. we'll see well i mean we we did have villa d we just got the wrong one i know but i mean (laughs) we also well the plan was to have them for like a week anyway though (laughs) So. Well, if you remember, you were really against it, and I was really for it. Wasn't that I was against it? It was just that all the options for that last spot were kind of shitty. If you remember, and I'm like, yeah, I guess this one. It was more. Uh, who do they have on the double? Like Man City and like Liverpool. <laughs> so I was like, it's it was not Chelsea. The it was Chelsea. Game. Was it? Yeah, it's yeah, not it was... the greatest double game week for a defender that like has rotation risk too like anyway yeah I, the thing is i would have really gone from moreno but i was so convinced that Digne was fine for his spot yeah it's a shame but you know that's how it goes i mean i as i i said last part i can't complain because i bought zuma in his replacement and he's done really well and go. now zoom has become trent so if trent does well tomorrow then i'll be going well as it happens it's probably worked fairly well for me because i probably yeah. wouldn't have got trent otherwise so just how it goes isn't it shit changes all the time i guess it does right so because we're talking about doing like a video pod next week, I'm kind of thinking that trying to do that while you're halfway between a wedding and uh, a family do on the Monday might not happen. We might have to go for wow. a genuine short pod, Kev, and then yeah. and then do and and. Well, I'm can... sure like Monday afternoon or whatever I can do because I'll technically be off, like depending on how your work. Yeah, goes. the thing is, you have Monday afternoon, but the yeah. next game week starts on the the following day. That's what kind of that's kind of my point. It's dude. We, these guys want you to pod. 
you like feel like oh no one will listen they put a poll up because they wanted you to do another one the other week oh yeah it was it was a massive demand of about 20 people but yeah <laughs> <laughs> right we should cut it there because we're probably now like getting back to the classic hour in a yeah, bit but but go. i've well it was it was well it was a nice sort of solid hour on free hit and then a bit, yeah. bit of extra stuff which has been quite a nice chat about actually making me yeah. think about the future as well so enjoy that all right, buddy. Well, I'll see right. you on the busy weekend ahead then. Yeah, and hope next time I speak to you, your your voice is cleared up. I suspect it won't if you're going conferencing and wedding and family stuff. But also, I get really bad allergies, and we're having like this huge like spring burst has just happened. Like it's gone from like snow to twenty. It was like 29, 29 here yesterday, dude. Like twenty fucking nine. It was snowing like two weeks ago, but like. All the grass is now green. There's pollen everywhere. There's wasps and insects and you know crickets chirping and shit. And I get allergies. So it's not just that I was drinking. I'm like on like allergy meds and just dying. Yeah, I think <laughs> everyone listens to this going, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely sure, the allergies. It's definitely girl. the allergies. It's messed, messed have up another, this yeah, week. Have another pint. <laughs> right. All right, buddy. I'll see have you a good later. one, pal. Keep see you going. soon. Bye bye. All right. See you. Bye.